Hey, welcome to the Play By Your Podcast, your one-stop shop for music news, movie reviews, and um, blues clues. Blues clues. Nice. Yep. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Charlie Hoobastanky Clawson. Hey, you. <laughs> and uh, we're living it up. We're living it up in the city. Got the chucks on. Young, the you know? is out the door. The day was crazy, but tonight the city's on. Living up until the morning comes. Today was crazy, but tonight the city's on. We missed that concert. That happened like two nights ago. What Big time rush. Oh, they came here? to Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Cool. What? I know. Yeah, they're they're on the revival. I know, and I'm so here for it. BTR. Come on. Um, alongside me is yeah, BTR. Pearson Big Fart Jefferson. No, don't do that because it doesn't. <laughs> you, your mic is so bad, it's never going to pick up. Oh, I was doing arm farts. It was so quiet. I was doing too. armpit farts. You feel yeah, me? it was already quiet, and your mic's bad enough that it, it wouldn't have picked up anyway. That's me doing it. Okay. I just would have picked up the static of him going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was grunting while I was doing it. I, I can't do it like I used to. Like and I used to. Alongside him is Matt R. McKnight in Shining Armor, a.k.a. The Graduate, a.k.a. Rewind. McKnight. <laughs> oh, Rewind. Yeah. It's a good name. It's a great Rascal Flat song. Uh, Rewind. Is that the one where they sing it backwards? Um, mm. <laughs> Did they sing any of their songs backwards? No, I don't know. There's that one song that's like... That's kind of long with a lot of words. Life is a highway. I don't know what you're describing. Miley Cyrus maybe did a cover. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Dude, that sounds made up. Are you joking? Is this a joke? Maybe maybe it is Rewind, I'm thinking. Um, Is it the one where he goes to jail? What are you talking about? Like, I must be getting like, like a story up. in a song like yeah, where he goes to jail. Crazy. Yeah. What? I don't know. Whatever, dude. I was watching the uh, I was watching the MLB All Star Game last week. Uh, All Star Game, Celebrity All Star Game last week, and I was like, I had never. I'll just say the girl's name, JoJo Siwa. <laughs> sure. Everything I've ever she was in the All Star Game, right? And everything I've ever seen about JoJo Siwa, I thought she was an eight year old girl. I'm going to be honest. Like, in real time, I thought she was an eight-year-old girl. That's kind of her... That, that, that's her thing. And Well, at one point, she was an eight-year-old girl. Yeah, yes. no, 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 no. She, she was on... Yeah. Uh, what was that TV show? Dance Moms. Dance Moms. Yeah, and I don't know And I don't know why I thought that, but she... I saw her name, and I saw the person, and I was like, that is unmistakably not an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> I thought she was a... I, I guess... I was guessing names without roommates in the house, and I was like, yeah, she's like 28. And she was, um, she was being interviewed, and Guillermo... From uh, God, what's he? He's Jimmy from Fallon? Fallon. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He he was in the game, and he pulls out like a little bootlegger, and asks if she wants some in this like interview, and she said, "No, sorry, I'm 19." And I was like, "Huh? <laughs> she is the old. She is the oldest looking 19 year old I have ever seen in my life." And I thought she was Did seven. She, sh- she just shaved her head, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that has to make you look older, right? Yeah, yeah. It was for, <laughs> like, if, yeah. Like, listen, if you're a girl and you shave your head, good for you. Do what you yeah. want. You're gonna look older, and that's okay. Yeah. But absolutely. Natalie Portman, when she shaved her head for Mad Max, looked like a 38 year old, and that's fine because she's probably like 35. And maybe I'm super wrong. 
Because I'm sure some girls were like, ah, no, she was actually. And I, listen, stop right there. Lower your tone. I don't care. Which, like, when I looked at her again, I was like, look, it's not crazy that you're 19. I just would have never said 19. Sure, sure. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, hey, let's get into it so we're not here all night. Yeah. Uh, so this week uh, on our DCOM ranks, ranked in review, we watched um, Up, Up, and Away is the name of the movie. Um, it is, let's see, it was directed by Robert Townsend. Wait, what? Huh? Hold on. Wait, it was directed. I think it was directed by the uh, the dad. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Wait, is that true? What a start! I wouldn't be surprised if he starred in his own movie that he directed. Robert Townsend. What did I say, Michael? No, you said no. Robert. Okay, yeah, Robert Townsend. Yeah, sure. That's okay. him. No. Cool. Uh, starring Robert Townsend, Michael J. Pagan, Alex Datcher, and Sherman Hemsley. Hmm. Sherman Hemsley is the it was the grandpa. Who's Ooh, from the Jeffersons? Uh, yeah, <laughs> and he was my. I great. liked him a lot. I great character. Dare I say? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yep. And runtime of seventy-eight minutes, ninety with commercials. <laughs> God bless you if you watch this movie with commercials too. Oh my gosh! Well, that's how you had to watch it back. I, know, I went home last Thanksgiving you. and I was watching a movie and I was on like FX and and dude, I would audibly groan every time a commercial came on because I was like, oh my, because it, it's the worst times. Yeah, because yeah. they want to keep you, so it's like middle of like a climax, and I'm like, jeez, uh-huh. I'm so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what did everyone think of this one? Up, up, and away. Matt, go first. Let Matt go first. I went into this movie giving it. In my opinion, what I thought was a lot of grace. I was like, you know what? The uh, I was forgiving. Yeah, I was very forgiving. I was like, look, it's a superhero movie. I've seen a lot of really good superhero movies. Shout out 21st Century Marvel. That wasn't my expectation. I was like, look, graphics are going to be not great. Like, the story is probably not going to be great. And yeah, because not only did it come out in 2000, it's also a Disney Channel movie. So yeah. it's like, no chance it's going to be... so i went into it with that mindset and it still let me down so (laughs) so incredibly massively yeah it was a stinker it was this movie was was aggressively disappointing we were all excited for it but it also so excited yeah it's like i'm trying to think of i don't know like i'm thinking back to like genius and it's like that one was a big old fart yeah but it was like annoying and it kind of made me mad because the main character was terrible right yeah but like this one, it, I, it wasn't the same reaction. Maybe it was more disappointment, but I was just like, this is just not good. No. and I did listen, laugh a couple times, but I think it was yeah. laughing uh-huh. at it. Tell me, th- I think this is, for me, the main reason. Superhero movie, first of all, the boy in the thick of it with the superhero stuff. I'm watching season one of The Boys, loving it. Oh, yeah. We're in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the DC, seemingly, is picking up with Black Adam. Anyways! So up, up, and away, dude, the way I just had that just series of thoughts and words that just came out of my mouth, I felt like I was having like a, a schizophrenic attack. <laughs> I think I used like five different voices. But we're in, the th- we're in the thick of that. And so this was just, and I didn't expect it to be anywhere close to these things, but it was just, bo- I was bored. I was so bored. It was boring. Yeah. It was it's, pretty yeah crazy boring dude yeah it also like it did that thing where all the kid actors in the movie felt like they were six <laughs> yeah but weren't yeah but weren't yeah. six this like this there is was, one of those movies where sky high like sky high did this movie better just straight up yes yes 
And like, yes, it, it's pretty like directly regurgitated. Like, I feel like I saw a lot of parallels, but I was like, man, Sky High did every inch of this because Sky High, that movie, bangs. I watched, but it like that also ago. was like a theatrically released movie. Yes, it was in the theaters, so yes. it's different. Yes, but it just like took. I mean, it, it had to have taken so much from this movie. E, no, I would imagine no, dude, no. The door. Just something, dude. Something about all the <laughs> something about all the costumes and the names and it just and the call outs to actual superheroes. Yeah. So it lame. rubbed me it was, the it rubbed me the wrong way. It was lame. It was like such a shot to be like relatable and man did it not fall the flattest. And maybe it was a big hit in the year two thousand. Sure. Like, oh, oh Superman. What well, <laughs> a crazy thing to say. Yeah. Well, here, let's <laughs> get no idea he was in the mix. Let's get into the plot. Also, I, like, I keep every week going, man, I'm going to write my own plot so I don't have to read it off Wikipedia. That's too much work. And then I just always keep putting it off. But hear, it's me, like, hear me say this. I just want to be able to, I, I, I want to write it down so I can actually get all the things in the order that they happen because it drives me crazy. Like, I'm, I'm going to go, spoiler for this plot I'm about to read. The first paragraph is like a great like setup kind of explaining stuff. And then it just like, but it doesn't like touch on like the, the some of the small things at the beginning, like how they were kicking those soccer balls, and they were always out of frame, yeah. and they were always so crazy. Bad. But I will say the one thing that I have learned to love about these Wikipedia plot reads is that whoever's writing them is writing the funniest stuff. Like there's been a couple of hits when I've like listened back that like make me audibly laugh. Like when we found out about Johnny Tsunami's grandpa's middle name. Sure. It's or, always it's always in the middle name. You. Or when it said what did they say about genius where it was like who's a dork and like is like is hate get, hates getting treated like garbage. I ruined that. I ruined yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know, man. That wasn't funny. I, Whatever you just no, said no, no. was not good. I think my brain like buzzed sure. or something. Well, let me just let's just get into the plot then. Um okay. Scott Marshall. Also, can we? Did they call him Scooter? Yes. At yeah. one, at one okay. Moment, he okay. Was, great. His brother called I Scooter. wanted to make sure that I wasn't crazy. All right. Scott Marshall, aka Scooter, comes from a family of superheroes. His father, Bronze Eagle, has the powers of flight, super strength, and invulnerability. His mother, Warrior Woman, has the power of super strength and super wait, and superior hand-to-hand combat skills. Okay. What about um, speed? His brother. Well, we'll get to that when we get to that. His brother, Silver Charge, uh, is gifted with super speed, electrical and magneticism manipulation. <laughs> magnetism manipulation. Yeah, and, and his sister, Molly, has both x-ray and heat vision. His grandfather, Steel Condor, has super strength and vulnerability and flight. Uh, though at his old age, he flies slower than cars and has an <laughs> ongoing feud with Superman. Um <laughs> His grandmother, Doris, has the ability to morph. Did we see that at all? No, it was no. just a joke that was made by their dad. Who was like, oh, we'll be happy if he even gets to morph. Like, whatever the kid got. <laughs> yeah, okay. It was dumb. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, Scott lacks powers, and if none appear before his 14th birthday, he's normal for life. The, Mar- <laughs> <laughs> the Marshals all share the same superhero weakness, which is aluminum foil. That was okay. wild. So let's let's get. Let me just make sure I'm not gonna. Skip I think you need a comma time. after normal, so it's like he's normal for life, not normal for life. <laughs> like it sounds like for life, he's pretty normal. <laughs> that's, that's what that sounds. The like. way this movie was going for a long time, they had me thinking their kryptonite was zucchini bread, dude. So I cannot. That yeah. made me so mad. Yeah. Okay. So so basically, movie starts out and um, Scooter's best friend. 
um, whose name I wrote down, Randy. Mm-hmm. His best friend Randy comes over and is like, yo, my mom brought some zucchini bread for you guys. It's wrapped in tinfoil, and they are freaking out about <laughs> it. The, the way they dispose of it, they are like holding it with like tongs while uh, their dad digs a grave-sized hole in the backyard. <laughs> for a trash can. With a trash can. They hole. throw it into the trash can and then bury the trash can under the ground. Which is like, listen, are we getting into that part because it just feels no, over the top. Sure, but so, okay, so yeah, so Scott and Randy and this girl whose name I don't remember. Kind of like Randy. I'm sure. It, what? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Randy sucks. Randy was my least favorite part of the movie. I didn't like the character. I, he's just such a he's such no. a piece of shit. When he did that, victory, oh. go to the victory dance. I he was my miserable. hair stood up. He on was my miserable. My um, hair stood up on my neck. But yeah, so, <gasps> so Scott and is it Scott? Let's just call him Scooter. Scooter. Let's just call him Scoot. Scoot. He was only called Scootsy. That's a classic like Wikipedia plot. He was called Scooter one time. No, and they it, didn't have it in there. That was just me. I the mm. I couldn't remember his name. And I remember watching the movie when someone called him Scooter, and I was mm-hmm. like, that's his name? Yeah, it was like a joke. It was like a okay. condescending well, Scott, Scooter. Yeah, so Scott and Randy like play <laughs> soccer. They're real into soccer. And the big competition to see who's going to be the team captain's coming up. And it's going to be Scott versus this girl whose name I can't remember. We'll get to it later, maybe. And they're walking. I want to get down to this couple things. One, uh, Scott is practicing soccer in his room. And then his dad comes to the door and he kicks the ball. And it somehow knocks his dad over. Yeah, Mr. Super Strength. He's a superhero. How did it knock him over? Two, the way they shot it, it's like just from the, the shot is like just from his waist up. So it like he doesn't ki- it doesn't look like he kicks it with any power behind it. <laughs> just looks like he like kind of kicks it on, on the ground. Well, what my first thought was, oh, he can like he's you know he's kicking a soccer ball really hard. He's coming into his powers. That wasn't it. No. Yeah. Well, and there's also like there's a scene where Randy and Scott are walking to school, and the girl that he's like got a crush on. It's like one of those classic like they're mean as snakes to each other, but because mm-hmm. they love each other. Um, <laughs> and Amy, that's it. And there's a part where she kick. He's like, I'm the better shooter, and then she's like. No, your nickname's Chokes McKenzie or whatever it is. <laughs> and she's like, check this out. Kicks the ball. And Scott goes, ha, you missed. And then Randy's on the ground. He's no, like, she didn't. No, she didn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, Miserable. I was Miserable. Randy up. This deal where, uh, this deal where a, more, a core, I will say core element of the movie almost, of who's going to be the team captain, Amy or Scott, that don't happen. <laughs> like yeah, that don't happen. To, I was about to ask at the beginning of like, is that a normal thing? No, because I wasn't. I was. I was. The no. boy was in. No, someone just cho- the 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 coach chooses. <laughs> and also, they're like in a rec league. Yeah, they for don't have fourteen year captains. There's not team captains. Um, so, one thing I did notice at this point in the movie, and it was never audibly explained, but I figured it out. I was like, what the hell are they drinking at breakfast? It was like mm-hmm. green. I was like, what is that? I you see it later. They only eat green foods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, then I was I was trying to figure it out, like why? They never explained it. And then I was like, maybe it's like a Popeye like a Popeye thing. You like know what Popeye I mean? Spinach? Yeah. It they what a weird hidden thing. What a, like what it's a, how Easter they get their egg. powers, but it's just never explained. When I saw that meal, that whole ass later in the movie, yeah. Of like the all the green food and like the green drink, I was like, you know whose house I would Never go back over to as yeah, a child for a sleepover. Yeah, yep, this one, that yep, one, yep. <laughs> this percent. house. Uh-huh. Also, the family that's afraid of the 
aluminum foil. <laughs> oh, see, okay, and then that... Okay, we'll get to it later down the road, but regardless, sure. let's move on here. So, an activist group known as Earth Protectors have been... <laughs> so funny. ...have been giving out CD-ROMs about <laughs> the environment to Scott's classmates. The programmer, Nina, wants to use them to educate, but her partner, Malcolm, has greedy plans for the program. When a bank robbery fails, he realizes that the program only works on kids. Okay, hold on. His, he experiments, giving the kids chocolate cravings, making them all wear blue, etc. Okay, time out here. First off, uh, this plot, the, the the plot of this is insanity. It's like <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So Nina is like Earth protectors. She she understands that this is mind control. Yes. And is choosing to use mind control to make all the uh, kids recycle. Which talk then, about Okay, go ahead. And well, and then and then too. Malcolm is the evil guy. He yeah, wants dude. to use it for bad. So then he goes and takes it. One Okay, first off, he says something very creepy to a little girl in the classroom <laughs> cuz he comes to the classroom to like be like, "Oh, like let me tell you guys about earth protectors." Also, it was the only homework these kids had to do. Was just do their Earth protectors thing. Mm-hmm. What that would be great if I was a kid. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they uh, Earth protector Malcolm. Uh, he says, "Good girl" to the blonde girl in the mm-hmm. classroom, dude. Because it was like he was like, "What?" He was like, "You gonna throw that away or recycle it?" And what? she's like, "Recycle it." And he goes, "Good girl," and like pats her head. And I'm like, uh, so disgusting. Also, and this is backtracking, but when we meet Amy, we also meet Amy's mom, and whatever she was wearing was insane. And her hair, her hair, her freaking hair. Everything about her wardrobe. Whoever was in charge of her wardrobe was crazy. She would have been better fit for Halloween Town. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the most. One of the most frustrating things for me in the movie is that dude. They were like consistently painting Nina as like she's convicted in her actions and like she wants to do this for the good it's brainwashing it's all evil it's all evil dude yeah 100 yeah and then later <laughs> yes and then later when she's like she turns to be a good guy you still created the mind control you device. mind controlling people to children. Here, here's the deal yeah children the movie in my opinion because when i first saw the idea i noticed two things first of which was this movie decided to take things that could be cool and give them the dumbest, most stupid names that they could ever <laughs> comprehend. Earth Protectors and every single hero name you heard. But I was like, you know what would be funny? If there was like one very serious, uh, there was a, one very serious villain with the actual intent to force the entire world to recycle. That's hilarious. Yeah. But the fact that they made it a girl who for some reason did not think Anything was wrong with that. One. Anything. And two, this other guy who just like looked like an idiot. My only my <laughs> only thought like an idiot. that my only thought in her defense is maybe she just really thought that she had made a recycling program and that like Malcolm had done something to make it mind control. But why would they keep her around? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's even later on the later on in the movie. Um, Malcolm no, she, was like, "Well, yeah, we can't do this without Nina." She's clearly integral to the to the issue. Yeah, so. like, well, it, it, that in itself just bugged me enough to where I was like, "What is going?" Because, like, first of all, have listen, Disney, have a a, a, a villain. Just have like have a villain. You know, have like Doctor McEvil who wants to take over the world and be the king. Yeah. Like, you know, just a, a doom guy. I don't know. I kind of look. I, I don't. I think that it just, it's like. 
I think conceptually, I like this. Like, I like the villain here. Me too. You know what I mean? But Me too. I, in practice and when when it's actually performed, it just doesn't come across as good. They just tried to make a whole other plot point of this, like, Nina Malcolm debate when there should have just been some maniac who wanted everyone to recycle. I can't think, I can't think of where they started on this thought of who the villain was. Did they start with... The villain's gonna mind control the kids, or did they start with the villain's gonna? No, be it the was they the started with mind control, and they were like, "How can we get mind control to, from here to here?" But so okay, so yeah, so Malcolm is going to go rob a bank with the software, and the the way the software works is you put the the CD into your computer, and then it like brainwashes you, mm-hmm. and um, so he starts to rob the bank, and um. Back on the other side of town, uh, what is his name? Steel Condor, or is that the grandpa? No, Steel Condor is the grandpa. Is the, is the dad Bronze there. Eagle. So yeah. Bronze Eagle is driving a van full of kids to their soccer game, and he's like, he gets the call, like, oh, he's got to go. And I don't remember what he said. Something's wrong with the car. No, but I but no, no, sorry. There was a couple things. No, he said something, and then Randy. Like clapped back at him, and I was like, "Listen, man, if I was a dad, and I was driving around my kid and his friends, and you're and one of my kids' friends talked to me like that, you're out of the car." Yeah, like Randy. <laughs> yeah, keep going, keep going. No, well, no, it's not. I mean, it's not really much to go more. It just like like Randy sucks. I don't remember Randy, what he said. Me neither. But Randy is just miserable. He it's said like, he said something about uh he was talking about the dad said well something something back in my day, and Randy said. Yes, Mr. Whatever. We'd love for you to tell us about what it was like with a hammer and chisel. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I, like it's one of those things where it's like, Randy, you're not funny enough to get away with that. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I think I have a threshold in my mind of like, there's a point where a character is such a piece of garbage <laughs> and bad at what they are doing to where I actually enjoy when they start speaking. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more pro-Randy talk here. Okay. Also, <laughs> Bronze Eagle it. is not the goof gab kind of dad. He's no. not like the. No. There's, there's some. I had friends in middle school and high school where the dad would give you some crap and you yes. could give it back to him. I would say that my dad he is my guy. dad is like that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Your dad probably not. Like my, no, my dad. He'll give it. He'll give it back. Like him. Like him and all they do. Sure, all but they do it, is but, crap but, talk each other. I know, but like when you guys were when you were like that young, and if nah, your friend had yeah. said that to him, yeah, it's just purely. <laughs> it's just purely disrespectful. This is so disrespectful. But so like. But that's another thing. Bronze Eagle, and we might need we can get into this later if we need to. Man, what an unenthusiastic superhero. I would not want him protecting my city. Yeah. Um he sucked. They all sucked. Up, up, <laughs> they all sucked. So, up, up and away. But yeah, so so Malcolm goes to try to rob the bank and realizes that it only works on kids or something. I don't I don't know. Whatever. The the program only works on kids, mm-hmm. I guess. He gets away. All of his henchmen get caught. They get broken out of jail. Whatever. It's like none of this matters. Right. Uh, but so back to it. So, yeah. So, Scott is supposed to get his powers in like two days. And there's supposed to be a big party. And I was thinking like, oh, like a birthday party. Mm-hmm. No, no. It's a party where all the superheroes come to your house to like watch you show off your powers. Dude. It's not a party for the kid. It's a party for the parents. Okay. This and well, we're not there. We're not at the scene yet. Okay, just show your show your role. Okay, um, but yeah. So there's a so then at this point, um, Malcolm's like testing around with the software, and he like gets all the kids at school to come in wearing all blue outfits, and no one except for the teachers notice, 
And it's like, okay. Obnoxi- obnoxiously blue outfits. <laughs> yes. And so then, so, oh yeah. And then when they stop the robbery, sorry, I'm going back and forth. I'm having a hard time remembering exactly what happened because the, the plot synops- synopsis is skipping entire chunks of the movie. So I'm just <laughs> doing my best. So yeah. So uh, Bronze Eagle and Warrior Woman take a, take down the guys at the bank robbery. And one, the visuals for the way that Bronze Eagle flies are bad. Just straight up not good. And then and Warrior Woman gets around on a motorcycle that she gets on and then it zooms away at light speed and it looks also bad. Um, yeah, like what? Why didn't... Why did, to show she doesn't have super speed. It's just the motorcycle. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> she should have... The, the dad should have flown her around yeah, like so, in Sky High. So then... So uh, Bronze Eagle and... Oh God. What's the brother's superhero name? Oh, Silver it's uh, Supercharged. No, Silver Charge. It is Silver Charge. And it's, one, it's a bad name. Mm-hmm. They're all Let bad. Let me just make sure. What uh, is that even like? That's not even like a... Silver Charge. It, they had to have been like Quicksilver's one, a, a super, super fast yep, yep. hero. Um, and so, so Silver Charge and um, Bronze Eagle go back to the bank, and they're like, "Yeah, what happened?" Trying to figure it out. I was like, "Yeah, we think there might have been an issue. Like, we think that they might have been like mind controlling you or something." And so then he wait, actually, um, sorry, I want to make sure I'm not gonna miss. And you know, let me just read. Let me finish this paragraph, and then we'll zip back into it. So, okay. Just so we're kind of all on the same page. So, um, oh my gosh, where the heck was I? Okay. Um, Scott loses track. Okay, after Scott loses track of time uh, due to being mesmerized by the CD-ROM, just why is it written <laughs> like this? Uh, Jim gets suspicious about Earth protectors. He takes his brother Adam. Wait, what? His brother, Adam. Wait. No. Oh, Scott's brother? Why is it written like this? <laughs> oh, my God. The dad and the brother. Jesus Christ. Go to the bank to search for Earth Protectors Program. Unfortunately, Adam overloads the computer, frying the system, which was a stupid scene. What did they think was going to happen? I don't know. So, yeah. So, Silver Charge has super speed and also the ability to fry people's brain cells with electricity so they can forget things so then yeah they try to access the computer and he just shocks it and then it blows up <laughs> they wanted to know if something was wrong with the computer which the normal person thing to do would be log on to the computer turn the computer on <laughs> yeah like try to function the computer dude they <sighs> yeah so okay so scott uh, keep going scott pretends to have super strength and flight powers so as not to disappoint his parents uh, his grandfather learns the truth, deciding to support him. It's just like, why is it written like that? It drives me crazy. Yeah, uh, Scott like takes the door hinges off the door and then yanks it down. And the way that they filmed it, it was like clearly like being pulled by a line mm-hmm. or something. It just like it looks so stupid. And, and then also, as soon as he shows that he's got powers, like, oh, his family's like, oh, we didn't love you before, but now we love you. Yeah, and then we're confused when Scott was like. I didn't think you would love me if I didn't have we, powers. Yeah, what the heck? We would love you all the time. No. No, you wouldn't have. And, uh, dude, they're not dumb. They're not dumb. Everybody knows what a door would be like if you ripped it off the hinges. Even, like, the noise it makes. That door, I can only imagine, like, in real life, the noise that it would make if you already answered it. It would be like this. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, and then so then he also pretends that he can fly, and he does that by standing on one side of the house and throwing a soccer ball to where it hits the trees, leaves, and then that's true. There and then everyone's standing outside, and they're like, "Whoa, I don't, I don't see him. Where did he go?" And then, and then he when he lands, he like jumps basically it's standing on the ground just jumps and it's like whoo what a flight he says watch out watch out yeah <laughs> it just and so yeah so basically he's pretending to have powers his grandpa the only not idiot in the room is like hey man i get it you were pretending you don't have to do that and scott's like no i have to please keep my secret and grandpa's like okay which let's be honest let's just get this out of the way here now if you were a parent or a grandparent or some adult in a child's life and they're like can you lie for me the answer is always no no just don't do that <laughs> what in the world but the steel condor is the best character in the 100 he's, 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 he's such a chuckle and he's, he's so funny, funny. So yeah, funny. funny. He, oh. dude when he ripped off his clothes <laughs> when he ripped off his steel condor and then was and then was condor! trying was trying to fly Oh, We're dude. not there yet, guys. <laughs> I okay? know, I know, but he's just good. Um, a couple things. One, it seems like super easy to brainwash people. <laughs> yeah, they just watch it. They just put a CD in a computer and they're like drooling, uh, um, and their mouth go. <laughs> there's one point where uh, they were preparing food, I guess, for dinner that night, uh, and they took some green beans out of a pot and put them in a container, and they were uncooked. <laughs> and I noticed how uncooked they were. They were like so <laughs> stiff. Um, That's a funny thing to notice. Uh, let's see. Um, I said Scott and Nina are for sure getting it. Not Scott. Uh, mm. Malcolm. Yeah. Malcolm and Nina are getting it. Mm-hmm. The show. Um, show. Nina. One note. One mental note I took was Nina's an idiot. And I know we've already been over that, but if she wasn't infatuated with Malcolm behind the scenes, yeah. then she would yeah. have called the cops. So, <laughs> other things here. Oh yeah. So when he starts lying about the powers is when they're talking about they had Spider Man and Mary Jane over, uh, and it was awesome. I've been waiting. And it was, and it was like it, I don't remember who said it, it was like yeah, like oh, someone asked like yeah, how do you get the spider webs out of the carpet? They doubled. They doubled down on the joke and made it for whatever the hell reason grossly sexual. So grossly yes. sexual. Yes. And you know, hey, here, wait. Let's introduce a segment. It's called uh, Kinky Matt. Hit it, person. Kinky Matt. Watch out. He's gonna rewind it. Matt, how did you like it? What is this your thoughts? This is just a segment for me where we just point the finger. Just at imagine that Pony by Genuine is playing in the background Where? softly. Tell us about it. Where? It it made me feel it, it was just a classic moment of I like it feels like multiple times in some of these Disney shows you've seen like them try to slide in this like adult humor thing and it doesn't hit at all. And it makes me feel gross. And then I show up once a week to get made fun of for pointing it out on a podcast. And that's it. Nice. Cool. Um, 
cool. Um, yeah, it wouldn't have been sexual whatsoever if they didn't mention Mary Jane being a part of it. But they were no, like, no, 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 no. It was the how do you get spider webs out of the carpet? It's it, that's the it, that was the like exclusively sexual part. But mm-hmm. I feel like it was because they had involved him with another person. I was like, okay, here you go. Because if they're like Spider Man was here and the spider webs on the carpet, there you know the mind can go anywhere with that. Sure. Spider Man was swinging sure. around the house or whatever. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and say that okay Malcolm decides to use Nina as a damsel in distress for a win-win plan he'll capture the heroes in the way of his plans or simply be rid of Nina this occurs on Scott's birthday his parents and the guests decide to let Scott try saving her however they both almost die until Jim (laughs) saves them having been told the truth by his father okay so um, yeah, all the superheroes at Scott's party are like, yeah, no, this is, oh, damn, villain distress. This is hero, hero 101. You, you can go do it. So he pretends to fly off by throwing the ball mm-hmm. and then hops on a bike and then bikes there. <laughs> Dude. And, and all the heroes are watching on TV at the house like, where is he? <laughs> he should she, have been there already. She would have been so dead. That's what, okay. She would have been dead before he got there. Mm-hmm. Cause she was just standing there like. <laughs> like coughing and sm- no she would be suffocating and like dying. here's what I thought like, here's, here was dying. my first thought thank god that the Avengers in the Marvel movies when they figured out some shit was going down didn't like pass it around the room to whoever <laughs> yeah. wanted to go yeah. do something yeah 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 so he gets yeah so <laughs> Scott shows up has no powers no powers whatsoever <laughs> also this is where I was like yo Malcolm's kind of evil. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's... Because he's... Like, at this point, the plan's kind of coming clear. He wants to capture the heroes to mind-control them. Mm-hmm. Evil. Mm-hmm. He's totally cool mind-controlling whoever he wants. Evil. He's also willing to let Lena, Nina die in a fire. <laughs> so, he's not a good dude. But uh, the other big thing that really stuck out to me is that... <laughs> Scott comes in, he's like, we gotta go get to the roof. No, do listen. This is for general fire safety. Don't go to the roof. Don't go higher. <laughs> yeah, heat rises, buddy. Where do you think all that smoke is going? What? And plus, the the like, if the structure starts failing underneath, what do you think is going to happen when you're on the the roof? Yeah, I feel like rule one hundred and one of firefighter school is get low. Don't make. Don't get them higher. Don't yeah, go up the stairs. <laughs> and then yeah, so then he so he. Scott's about to save her by he drags a, the fire hose that's like hooked up to the wall, and <laughs> they start climbing down it like a rope, and it doesn't even make it down halfway down this building. Like, what did he think was going to happen? Also, none of the firefighters were there with the doing it. Doing you anything. know that big thing that they hold, the big circle thing that you can fall on. Yes. Why weren't they under there? <laughs> the only the only thing a firefighter did was, and I know if you're you're just listening to us, you can't visually see this, was motion for them to climb down the thing. That was very high. Also, Scott got into the building by just running literal circles around a firefighter until he could get <laughs> by him. So Dude. And that's what they saw in the so, news. So, yeah, so so Bronze Eagle comes and saves the day and is like, your grandpa told me you don't have powers. This was stupid. And then they go home. Well, actually, he <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you're in trouble. Take your bike home and go home. I would, if I would, and also his mask had fallen off. Which the kid's was, mask had fallen off. So mm-hmm. it was like, I would have been like, yo, pick up your mask, put that thing on, because there's cameras here. <laughs> We're flying out so no one has questions. Literally the integral piece of being a superhero, and he's just like, I noticed you don't have it on. Let's proceed. Yep. There was also the wild part 
where just a little bit later, the dad, what was his name? I can't remember. Uh, Bronze Eagle said, oh, yeah. He first off, his superhero name was Warrior Eagle. Yeah, bad name. Vomit in my also, mouth. Also, they so he they, he doesn't get to choose his own superhero name. His parents yeah. choose it. That's crazy. The That's acronym psychotic. was We, W E. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The costume was terrible. The dad said, "Oh, his mask fell off. There's no way she'll find it. It fell five also, feet." From did him. you guys realize how they were making his mask? What do you mean making? So his you mask? know, okay, you know how like it's like oh his mask falls off. Mm-hmm. But did you notice how they like, f- like functionally made his mask? Like, they painted his eyes black oh. and then put like play doh around it, like on the outline to make it look like a skin tight mask, and that's why it was so puffy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. Oh, I noticed it immediately. I was like, I, well, was, I, I, was, I was like, I said it's plastic. Well, well no, because I was. I had two thoughts. I was like, one, how did they get that one part skin tight? And then two. <laughs> Why is it so puffy? And I was like, "Oh, it's just paint." <laughs> it's. I mean, like you, like we could do that right now, for f- like three dollars worth. You know what I mean? Like the, the, you could tell the budget was not going towards the visual effects no. or the masks. Stretchy man, that's a pretty good CGI. Yeah. It was the best. There's that one. He was. It was ex- the best. He was, was extraordinarily creepy. Yeah. <laughs> for no reason. Oh my gosh. Um, we could, I could do a whole podcast on those people that were just at that party. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm also. Why were there no firemen in the building trying to save her? They're bad at their jobs. Bad firemen. Yeah. Um, a wasteland of a city to live in. Mm-hmm. So okay. So we'll keep going here. And Scott loses his mask, which Malcolm matches to him. He visits Scott's school using an improved CD-ROM to force him to reveal everything about his family. He then has a new CD-ROM given to Scott. Telling the teacher that all the children's parents have to watch that night's lesson. Unfortunately, Scott accidentally switches CD-ROMs with his friend Amy. Which, they keep saying CD-ROMs. I'm going to keep reading it like that, but it's ridiculous. Um, uh, As a result, her mother subconsciously robs a bank and goes to Earth Protectors HQ. That was a funny scene. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, because this mom just rolls up to the bank, just like whatever, and then holds up her purse with a gun in it. It's like, give me all your money. (laughs) Which, and then somehow escaped and got to, like, it was like on the land. Yeah, they knew. Is this the 1800s? They knew there wasn't going to be a way to explain that, so they had to cut out of there. Is this the 1800s, or is this every single government official bad at their job? First off, she rolled into the Earth Protector's base with nothing. So did she steal anything? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, So... Uh, let's see here. Malcolm is a child predator. Can we like? He's yeah. a child. Like it's he's not based off of his definition from the movie, but like yeah, on paper, what he's doing is predatory, and it's creepy, and strange. He should be locked away for and the rest. I of don't his life. like the concept of him. Um. Okay. So <laughs> they use her as bait to lure the heroes in and capture them with foil. Um, which I guess is true. Yeah, they made a whole jail cell out of just tinfoil. Here we go. Um, Scott, along with Amy and his best friend Randy, head to the warehouse to save his family from being brainwashed by Malcolm. Um, before I continue, uh, yeah, basically, uh, Scott realizes that his parents are in trouble, and so he he's like telling Scott about it, or not Scott, telling Randy about it, mm-hmm. and um, they're like. Oh, we gotta leave. They start to leave the classroom. Teacher's like, "Hey, wait, where are you going?" And then they both are like, 
Uh, we're, so we're sick. sick. So sick. <laughs> and then they just ran away. And she was like, hey. And I was like, what? I would have been chasing after them. <laughs> Where the hell are you, you going? Are, you are legally responsible for them. You have to forget them. Yeah. And then also, I was like, why are you bringing Randy? It didn't make any sense. Dude. He could have just left and done it by himself. Because all he did was call his grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't need Scott there whatever also so, dude the way that they persuaded Amy to come was by saying and I quote your mom probably didn't rob that bank yeah see that's where I wrote down that <laughs> I really don't like Randy Mm-mm. he is such a punk such a punk are, are we gonna dive into the aluminum foil thing what, uh, just, sure. what just I, the how that's how, how that's their weakness this movie Time and time again. This is one of the most frustrating things about this movie. It made me roll my eyes multiple times. It, You can tell that they want to take classic superhero tropes and make them quirky. Every single time, there's not a single time it doesn't fall flat and is lame. Dude, their super weakness is aluminum foil. Like, deadly. It's, it's imagine. Imagine. Yeah, someone throws a ball of tinfoil at them earlier and Silvercharge grabs it and it, like, burns his burns hand. Burns his hand. And I'm like, it's Like, that. you hear the skin sizzling. Yeah, dude, I thought it was, when I first saw, like, the zucchini and I put the pieces together, I was like, oh, it's kind of like kryptonite, maybe. They can't get near it. It, like, decreases their powers the closer they but they it. just can't touch it it's like acid <laughs> it's like acid like it's not only weakening for them but it also is will boil their skin and bones dude yeah well dude. because like think think about it if superman's like kryptonite was tinfoil when he's in the cage he would just bend the tinfoil yeah because it's like <laughs> oh i'm just now at human strength yeah. you know what i mean like dude they a a a, a kid who loves pranks could kill this family yep. if he just threw enough tin f- balled up. Yep, yep, I yep. would you dude, just get a trash can, dude. The, the villain Earth protectors just get a trash can and fill it up with aluminum foil balls and just have a day. Also, the bars in the cage. So the the only problem we see from the tin foil is when they touch it, and <laughs> yeah. the bars from the cage were so absurdly far spaced out. It was like, just walk. Just well, they also explained that it was draining their powers, and that's how they were able to brainwash them. Uh, because it was weakening them to the point where it would work. But Which also which just means that kid brains are stupid, is uh, all they're saying. Yes, and also, yeah. also, 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 if your weakness is aluminum foil, stop acting so MF scared of it so that people don't find out about your weakness. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh no, anything but that zucchini bread covered in the tin foil, and they'd be like, ha, that's your weakness, and like, rats. I'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like, oh, cool, thanks. I realize well, You can just leave it on the counter. Yeah, you can leave it on the counter. And then they they'll like bury shriek. it in a grave. <laughs> yeah, then, A then human grave. Dig a comically sized big hole for yeah. a three by three square of zucchini. Bread. Um. Okay, so, yeah, okay, Scott, along with Amy and his best friend, Randy head to the warehouse to save his family from being brainwashed by Malcolm. They are helped by Nina, who has realized Malcolm's intentions. Crazy it took her this long. Um, before they can alter the program, Malcolm's goons capture them. Less than a second remaining before his family is permanently reprogrammed, Scott smashes the main computer with a soccer ball. Yeah, they did some Home Alone stuff for a little oh bit. Oh my gosh. Also, wait, what did... Randy did something. He did that weird thing with his hands where he acted like he was a superhero and it went oh, on for way yeah. too long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just the worst. I might make him the villain. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I might make him the villain. Um... You know? Silver Charge uses his powers to literally burn away their memories of the hero's identities. 
Amy admits she likes Scott and wait, okay. Amy admits she likes Scott and asks him to a dance, but Adam erases her memories of everything that happened. Scott's parents decide to let Randy keep his memories as Scott needs a friend to talk about his life. I wouldn't trust Randy Dude. as far as I could throw him. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Dude. Not dude, choosing to keep, especially after that smack talk in the car. Uh-huh. Randy, Randy's memories could be as good as gone. If honestly, I'm taking it to infancy. infancy. Like, Randy, you remember his I'm first ruining his steps, life. Doug. <laughs> I'm brutally ruining Randy's life. After what he said to me in that car, Bronze Eagle is a villain now. Yeah. Straight up. Uh, <laughs> when it comes time to pick a soccer team captain, Amy and Scott each pick the other person, resulting in them being co-captains. Randy asks about heroes, learning that the Green Hornet was one of Scott's birthday guests. Why is that included? It's also the last line. I, know, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, that just It's so weird. Uh, let me make sure I'm not missing anything. Okay, yeah, I want to say... Uh, yeah, so when they call... Yeah, they call Steel Condor to come, and he's so slow getting over there mm-hmm. that he ends up getting there late. And also, yeah, specifically when he pulls his clothes off, he like rips his clothes apart and just is yelling steel condor and it was that was funny. I that for was sure funny. got a laugh out of me. Um let's see. Uh oh yeah, also after they've kind of saved the day and before Nina or before Amy has had her mind erased and she they're like flirting. It was so weird mm-hmm. and bad. It's, it's just strange. like it just didn't It's work. just strange interactions. I mean, the <sighs> And then uh, also they really had the shoehorn in the soccer thing at the end. Like, which like he has crazy. to save his save the day with his soccer skills. And it's like, come on, dude. Like, he doesn't need a superpower, but man, could it not be him kicking that yeah. ball? The, and another part yeah. of them, they added all the tropes that were stupid, if I'm being frank. And I'm being the frankest I've ever been. Now, being frank. But then also, the Spider-Man thing... The Superman thing, because I don't know if we talked about it much, but the grandpa has just this ongoing rivalry with Superman, which one? <laughs> Superman, there's no rivalry. The grandpa can't fly faster than a car. And I, I think, think it was more like a back in his heyday. Which is like, I, I kind of like that. Sure. But it's like, Superman probably still in his heyday. So, I don't know. I was just like, they're throwing out names. They're, yeah. It just feels random. And they didn't but commit also, to it that but much. Here's, but I do have to think that, like, think about being a kid in 2000 and being into superheroes and comics and stuff. And then you're watching this movie and they're just name dropping. That's got to be kind of cool. Sure. I can see for it being in the time that it was created. Sure. That's I what I'm saying. Um, my kind of final thoughts here are... Uh, it's really just the one thought is I'd be so damn mad if I lived in a family of superheroes and had no powers because ultimately Scott ends up having no powers and it's like no you're great as you are no what What? it was so obvious I'd hang myself (laughs) oh my god that's extreme but I would that would be miserable that'd be a miserable life I would be really I'd be really annoyed I would be I I don't know I feel like a loser. Yeah. Dude, your brother can run at the speed. Uh, especially, like, dude, this twist in that knife. Your sister's got the powers and you don't, brother. I'd be mad. And she's, like, yeah. five. She's five. Literally. And he's like, Dad, can I? You sure? 14? is like, dude, they don't get any past 14. And he's like, no, but Jello girl. And I'm like, dude, who is Jello girl? I think it's real funny. <laughs> I think it's real funny how it's kind of like a puberty thing for him almost. Yeah. Yeah, That's, yeah dude. Um, this movie, man. Well. That brings us to uh, our podcast within a podcast, Daddy Issues. Hit mm-hmm. it, Pearson. 
daddy issues. Okay, didn't need a beat for that. Um, <laughs> this is the most. I'm just gonna cut right in and say that well, this. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna just give you. Oh the, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, and I still don't have their names. All right. So, in uh, number one, we've got the dad from Smart House. Number two, we've got Glenn from Horse Sense. Um, three, we've got Xenon's dad. Four, uh, Charlie's dad from Genius. Five, the dad from Brink. Six, Fran's dad from D Lub. Seven, uh, the 13th year dad. Eight, Can of Worms dad. And number nine, Pete Tsunami. Who's Where are we putting. What is this guy's name? Bronze Eagle? War Eagle? Bronze Eagle. Bronze Eagle. So let's. I'm going to cut straight in and I'm going to say. Also, while you're talking, Matt, I'm begging you to try to figure out how to open this note on your phone so you don't have to ask what I, the orders are. I, I checked. And you are added to all three of these notes, so I don't want to hear it. No, but let me be very frank. In, and he's about to be frank. And you're going to – and I hope there's sorry in your heart for what you said. <laughs> I spent last podcast, the entirety of last podcast, trying to open them in my notes tab for five entire minutes, <laughs> to which every single time I clicked on it, it loaded on my note screen, took me to all of my notes, and did Nothing. Matt might need a new phone. I will try. <laughs> hear me when I say. We'll figure it out off there. We'll I figure it out again. off there. All right. I'll try again. Where do we want to put? Where do we want to put Bronze Eagle? I'm going straight in, and I'm saying that he goes right in the sixth spot. He goes right in between. But Brink, beneath Brink, Dad. Beneath Brink, because Brink, good neutral. Um, stupid. Don't look under the bed. Bad neutral. He, so neutral. Like neutral, neutral. Like, I don't think he did anything negative or positive. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, he's boring. He's lackluster. Sure. Keep going. It's, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. He never really did anything. No. Like, he didn't, yeah. So, Matt, are you okay with that? Yeah, that's good. He, Great. He, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. So, your new number six is Bronze Eagle from Up, Up, Away. Up, Up, and Away. From... Uh, Grip. Okay. <laughs> Weird. From uh, up, up, away. Alrighty. So now let's uh, get into that next podcast within a podcast we like to call Ranking the Villains, which I would like to give that a new name at some point, but uh, Ranking the Villains. Right. Did you figure out how to open it up? No, but keep going. I'm looking on Pearson's. Okay, great. Um, Pearson, hit it. Dun, dun, dun. No, 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 no. Do you remember the one that we did last last time? No. What it was ha- like the rank the villains. 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 That's a good one, guys. No, maybe it was like rank the villains. Someone, I don't know. We have to re-listen. Yeah, we do. We'll rank the villains. Okay, so. In our first place, we've got Calabar from Halloween Town. Number two, we've got Brett and Pete from Johnny Tsunami. Number three, we've got the cousins from The Lucky Dog. Number four, Lutz and Wyndham from Xenon One. Number five, Boogeyman from D Lub. Six, Pat and Ben from Smart House. Seven, Bad Skater Boys from Brink. Eight, Twister and Selfishness from Horse Sense. Nine, Chaz slash Charlie from Genius. Uh, 10, the zookeeper from Can of Worms, and number 11, mom and Jess's dad from 13th year. Okay. Who's the villain and where are we ranking them? Earth protectors. Yeah. And Nina's not getting by on me on this one. Okay. Yeah, they no, both, she's at in At the it. end of the storyline, they both need to be handcuffed. Ne- we, Nina's almost put- more of a villain because yeah, okay. she's oblivious. She's so stupid. 
She's definitely not more of a villain. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm not. like is like maliciously evil. Yeah, he's, he's a child like, predator. Yeah. Okay. So where are we putting the Earth Protectors on the list? Um, because here's I'm kind of torn because on the one hand I didn't like the movie, <laughs> you know, but like they did do some evil stuff. I honestly I thought that like their chemistry together, Nina and Malcolm, mm-hmm. was like good. Like it was a good kind of like back and forth. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the thing they were doing was for sure evil. Uh-huh. Uh, Malcolm also did try to kill Nina by throwing her into a burning building. Which is psychotic. So... And Nina might have been willing to die. We don't know that. Well, I think... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, where do you want to land? Where do you guys want to land on this? Below Lutz and Wyndham. I was I saying was below Lutz and Wyndham. Where? Above the boogeyman? Mm-hmm. Okay. The boogeyman's just... Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of want to go... I kind of want to go above Lutz and Wyndham. I can because they because they because could level well because Wyndham was a little like wait yeah Wyndham was the sidekick right Lutz yeah. was the sidekick what are you sure I thought Lutz yeah. was I'm pretty sure Lutz was the main guy nah Lutz was the sidekick okay we'll go for we'll go with it for now sure so I'm okay sure whatever but whichever one the sidekick was from between Lutz and Wyndham like they were just so goofy and it was like so cartoony. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, they were for sure doing some bad stuff. But, like, this, I don't know. This feels like they were trying to kill a bunch of people for, like, monetary gain. Mm-hmm. This was, like, com- like getting rid of children. free will. <laughs> and there was an attempted murder. Yeah. And, yeah. If they succeeded, major implications. Yes. That's why, let's, that's why I'm saying above Lutz and Wyndham. Okay. I'm cool yeah. with staying below the Lucky Dog Cousins. Even though, honestly, like, they are way too high on this list. Yeah, they're so They They are the only ones that have pulled a gun. A lethal weapon. They're the only lethal weapon user so far. All right, so (laughs) so our new number four is, uh, what is it, eco-protectors? Earth-protectors. 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 What a lame name. (laughs) Earth-protectors from um, up, up away. All right, and now it is time to rank the DCOMs. Um, Pearson hit it. Rank, rank. I thought no, th- dude. I that thought... was the villain song for sure. Was it? Yes. Okay. How about this one? Ready for this theme song? Yeah. Rank the DCOMs. <laughs> and then we like break down to like our musical number yeah okay so what are we giving up up and away out of on our pbe patented five t- five star scale uh pearson you're saying it's two? two yeah yeah, two? yeah it's for yeah. sure two. It's two it's definitely not three but it's not one it's not one it's yeah definitely it's, not that's one. exactly what i made my message it's, it's for sure bad a three it's not terrible no one. but it's bad yeah, it's bad. Do I need to watch it again? No. no. Could I watch it again? Sure. Yes. If I was forced and very intoxicated. No, but I don't even think that. No, I don't like. I think it, if someone. <laughs> like, if I came over to someone's house and they're like, oh, we're watching this, I'd sit down, whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay. I'd sure. fight a little bit. I'd be like, I'd be like really? Sure. This one's not that good? But, like, whatever. If they're dead set. I'm sure. thinking, like, the 13th year was a, like, I don't want to watch I would. This. I would fight to the nail. They would have to drag me. Okay, so our number two. Our two-star ranked movies uh, are, we've got Genius, Can of Worms, and You Lucky Dog in the two-star spot. Two's the hottest. 
Who's the mm. hottest? Who's the hottest? Where do we want to rank up, up, and away in in this list here? Matt, what are you thinking? I think it's still probably better than Can of Worms. Ooh, is it better is than tough. Genius? I was about to say, it's a, I feel like we can't do it, but it, to me, it's so difficult because it's a dead set tie. No I know chance. We can't, I know we can't Between do Between Genius so say, and... I think this is... I think this is, I think it goes below Can of Worms above You Lucky Dog. I think that. Really? Yeah, okay, You Lucky Dog was so boring the entire time, other than the end. Yes. Okay, but that doesn't make it for a good movie. Yeah. And then Can of Worms, like, is not good, but it was, like, significantly less disappointing. <laughs> That's because it had no expectations. Yeah, but, like, that that has to tie into it a little bit. Yeah, expect, yeah sure. Like, at least, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if they're that close, th- that's what I'm using as the tiebreaker. Uh, Genius is a better movie than Up, Up, and Away. I could go, I could go below Can of Worms. I don't really... I think, like, well... Can of Worms was a consistent headache for me. That's the biggest thing. Sure, but this was also not very good. Yeah, it's not good. See, that's what makes it so tough, too. Oh, well, okay, I would be okay going above Can. But it is not going above. It's not going it's above. It's not genius. going above genius. I, I, genius when, is. I, genius wasn't that bad. No, but I say that's what I'm saying. It could be tied. But if it was, if it listen, if it wasn't tied, it won't go in above. Promise you that. Okay, so where do we want to land? Do we want to go above can of worms or do we want to go below can of worms? My vote is above can of worms. Okay, Matt, where is your vote? Uh, I think I'm actually gonna go below can of okay. worms. I'm saying above, so it goes above. Okay. okay. All right, so. Your new, uh, let me just type it in here real quick. All right, and your new rankings for the DCOMs are number one, Johnny Tsunami. Number two, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Number three, Halloween Town. Number four, Brink. Number five, Horse Sense. Number six, Smart House. Number seven, Genius. Number eight, Up, Up, and Away. Number nine, Can of Worms. Number 10, You Lucky Dog. Number 11, Don't Look Under the Bed. And number 12, the 13th year. Yeesh. Yeah. Can't wait for that to get number 13. Yeah. yeah. It Listen, Disney, you, it's time. And I know that you guys got it because of that. So Raven and Sister Sister, but it's time to really start getting this whole black family dynamic right. And uh-huh. Hope Up and Away didn't do it. So I'm um, big ups, big hopes for uh, the color of friendship. Where the villain will definitely... Is that, that's is that next. the next one? That's next. No, that's not next. I think it is. Is it next? Um, I think it's that's next. I don't exhilarating think if it is. So. I don't think so. Oh, my phone. Oh, um, it is? You're right. Yeah. Yep. So we got wow. here. I'll let me... Just so I can kind of give everyone an idea of what our next few movies are. Uh, next, we've got The Color of Friendship. Then Alley Cat Strike. Ooh. Then Holy Rip movie. Girls. What? Then Miracle in Lane 2. Good. So... That's going to be exciting. Listen. And we're getting into the weird ones where it's like, I remember watching some of these, mm-hmm. but like, it's been so, Up, Up, and Away, I think is the first one where it's like, I remember watching this, but it's been quite literally so long that I don't remember the plot it, points, but I remember the movie. I remember like the commercials and the promos. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, well, this has been your Play by Your Podcast, your one-stop shop for music news, movie reviews, and... Um, superheroes. <laughs> what would your superhero name be? Huh? What would your superhero name, big, name be? The big kahuna. Mm. The big hunga. I'd be uh, elbow chomping. Elbow grease. Yeah, elbow grease. Elbow grease. Yeah. 
Because you're, 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 you're the hero of hard work. Yeah, and I'm slippery. Yeah. And I always have a sunburn. <laughs> yeah, and, and Matt's toasty. Yeah. <laughs> or psychic toasty. <laughs> uh, he just has lots of imprints of his hand, of hands right. on his back. Have a good one.